0: Hello and welcome to the Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. My name is Evan Mick and today I'll be joined by two women's basketball players at Hillsdale College. But first, a lot has happened since I left so we gotta recap some sports. So Hillsdale women's basketball team is currently seven and eight overall and three and four in conference play sitting right under 500 and looking to get back at that mark next game. Some memorable wins for them recently include an 88 to 52 win at home versus ODU. Five players scoring double digits including Lauren McDonald with 19 Sydney Mills with 14, Kendall McCormick and Caitlin Splane with 13 each, and Annalise Petrucic with 11. Mills also contributed two blocks in the game and had four assists, and McDonald had seven rebounds and five steals. They also had a big conference win at home against Tiffin, winning 71-62. Caitlin Splane in that game scored 17 points and had five three-pointers. Kendall McCormick and Lauren McDonald had 14 points each, and Sydney Panosik added 11. McDonald also added 10 rebounds and five assists, while Ashley Conkle had eight rebounds. One last big win at Thomas Moore this past weekend, where McCormick and Splaine each had 16 points, McDonald had 14, and Danny Hollenbein had 10. McCormick also had six steals, and Splaine had three of her own. Now, Hillsdale men's basketball is 10-5 overall, and 5-3 in conference play. They have been absolutely fantastic in home games, sitting at 7-1 in Potter Arena, their only loss coming by at one point. Some recent wins for this team include a win against Tiffin in a low-scoring 56-51 game, where Mikey McCollum led the team with 10 points. Ruder and Woodhams both had 9, and McCollum also had 8 rebounds in this game, and Ruder had 7 rebounds. The men's team also defeated Thomas Moore on the road 73-65, to where Charles Woodhams had 15, Joe Ruder had 14, and Eric Radcevic had 12. Ruder had a double-double with 11 rebounds to go along with his 15 points, and Woodhams had 6 rebounds. They had one last big win at home versus Northwood, where Joe Ruder led the team with 14 points, Ashton Janikowski had 10 points, Cole McQuinney had 10 points, and Garrett Bolte and Samuel Vasu had 9. Joe Reuter and Garrett Bolte each had 7 rebounds this game. Ed Woodham said 6, and then Samuel Vasu had 4 steals. Some big games coming up for the Chargers this week. Uh, The women's team will take on Malone at 5.30 p.m. this Wednesday. Uh, The men's team will take on Walsh at 7 p.m. on Thursday. Both teams will take on Kentucky Wesleyan at Saturday at 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. 1 p.m. the women's, 3 p.m. the men's. All of these games will be played at home at Don Tibbetts Potter Arena. So if you get a chance, uh, come see these games, come watch, support your Hillsdale Chargers. I'm here today with Carly Callahan and Sydney Mills, two women's basketball players for Hillsdale College. So who are you guys? uh, When are you graduating? And what are your majors?
1: You can go ahead, Carly. Okay, so I am Carly Callahan. I'm a sports management major, and I'm a junior. I'm Sydney Mills. I'm from DeWitt, Michigan. I'm currently an exercise science and physical education major with plans to go into education in the future, and I'll be graduating this spring.
0: So how do you guys get mentally focused before a free throw?
1: I feel like for a free throw, it has to do a lot with like the preparation. Like if you spend enough time shooting free throws, it all comes down to like muscle memory. So I feel like once you get to the free throw line and when you're confident about knowing that you've practiced it enough, it's kind of like you just get up there and everything else kind of drowns out and then you can just allow your body to do what it's used to doing. I totally agree with that. I think for me, um, if I go into a free throw with like a poor mindset, like stress that I'm going to miss it, more than likely I'm going to. So usually I'm like telling myself some sort of small pick me up, like you got this, you've done this a million times. Um, Then I step to the line, always take a deep breath because that just calms me down a bit. And from there, it's usually muscle memory, just like Carly said.
0: So when you guys are watching film of other teams, what are some specific things that you guys look for?
1: Usually our film goes in like two ways. Um, We do two days of film for the other team and the first day is a lot of like player prep. So our coaches will break down each individual player and their skill set and they'll kind of give us like keywords like three-point shooter, driver. Maybe they attack a lot with their right hand. Um, So that's kind of our first day is every single player will watch like 10 to 12 clips on each one and just break down their main tendencies. Then the second day, we go through pretty much every single offensive set that another team has. For us, it's not much prep. Shout out our coaches that pretty much do everything. But they'll, again, break down a lot of clips of every set they have. And then in practice, after we watch it on the film, we'll go through it defensively and just like kind of see how we're supposed to guard it and kind of what player goes where at what time. Yeah, I think just to add on to that um – usually before going into a game, you know who you're going to be guarding or like the few people that you're probably going to be matched up with. So like what Sydney said, the coaches do a lot to prepare us on how to defend those people.
0: Other than being in Hillsdale, what's the best game day atmosphere you guys have played at?
1: I think I would have to say Kentucky Wesleyan at the end of, uh, we played them in the first round of, tourna- of the tournament last year, and we lost to them twice before in the season so to play them again and then we ended up hitting a buzzer beater to go into overtime and so that was a huge even though we didn't pull out the win it was just a huge accomplishment to see like where we came from the beginning of the season to the end of the season yeah that was definitely a fun one I think also we've had the opportunity to play a couple division one teams as well so we played eastern Michigan last year and then this year in December we played Toledo and they had about 6,000 fans there which is much different from the Hillsdale atmosphere. <laughs> And just to be in front of them, you literally like can't hear your coach talk in front of you. You have to like be dialed in the whole time and you know the lights are huge, spotlights everywhere. You got like little kids and coming to the announcing table. They're doing all sorts of like tricks and stuff. I think that was a lot of fun and just a very different for what we experienced yeah. day to day. We didn't really compete with them too well, but <laughs> definitely fun to be out there and just experience what it's like to have all those fans in front of you.
0: So, how do you guys game plan for a team that has one great player? and who's better than everybody else on their team.
1: So usually I would say we kind of prepare for that with every team we play. Usually we focus a lot on like their best best like one or two players. Usually we prepare we prepare for that by putting obviously our best defender on them. Shut out and Kendall it, McCormick. Yeah, <laughs> shout out Kendall she's been doing a lot of the defense for us this year, but um I think she literally had like six skills, steals last game. But mm-hmm. so yeah, usually that just comes down to like personnel. Whoever our best defender is, will match up with them. And then a lot of the other players on our team that are defending become like helpers or they'll just be people who can sag in on their best player. Yeah, along with that, like usually when there's one really good player, like we just mentioned, we're going to put like Kendall on them and make sure that they try not to touch the ball as much as possible. But at the same time, a main focus for us is to always make sure that they're never getting anything easy. So if that player is, you know, pushing the floor in transition and trying to get an easy layup, like more than likely anyone can step up and take that player um, because we don't want to give them ones that are just going to get them going. We're going to make them try to like work for every single shot. Yeah. I feel like we also focus on just like, like we go into games saying like they're a good player for a reason. Like we can't get our confidence down if they score, like they're going to score, they're going to get like buckets, but it's like, about how you stop the next play. So I think we do a lot like mentally to prepare for that as well as like physically.
0: Uh, Obviously the season has looked a little bit different for you Carly because of injuries. Uh, How have you stayed focused and been a part of the team looked like for you this year?
1: Well definitely this year I would say it's been a lot of ups and downs just because I came out of the summer knowing that I like needed surgery and then going into that surgery I thought oh well I'm only going to be out like a few weeks like it'll be fine. Like, I'll be back by, like, at least conference play. And then conference play came, and then there was some other difficulties that happened after the surgery. So I'm still battling to get back. But I think just remembering, like, why I do it, like, there, like this whole time I could have been thinking, like, people have asked me, oh, well, do you think it's time for your body to, like, quit? Like, do you think you want to, like, give up on basketball? Like, maybe it's not the best idea for you to, like, keep, continue playing. And, like, I've had a lot of surgeons ask me that question and a lot of other people, and I've kind of just taken it with, like, well, like, I don't think I'm physically ready to quit yet. Like, I want to obviously, like, heal and, like, do everything. But at the same time, it's like I still have two more years of eligibility. So it's like I think just staying – mentally focused has been the biggest part of it I've been like physically I've always been driven to you know get in the gym like do my lifts do like what I can to heal and to like get back on my rehab and everything but mentally it definitely is kind of draining and you never really realize it until like you're in the position like showing up to practice and like you know all you can really do is cheer on your teammates like be the biggest like hype man out there and so you just kind of have to use your voice a lot and you definitely learn a lot of things and so I think this whole process has just taught me that you're seeing the game from a different perspective and I hope that once I'm cleared and once I'm like able to do that um like actually be out on the court again with my teammates I can put a lot of the things that I've learned while being hurt also take that on with me while I'm on the court with people.
0: Uh, Sydney rebounding is one of your strong suits uh six most by a charger in season history last year with almost 300. So how do you get so many rebounds? What's the secret?
1: Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> She's uh, a beast on the board. <laughs> I give a lot of credit to my parents on this. Honestly, I was very fortunate. And growing up, I played for my parents literally every single year up until high school. And they always taught me that like, sometimes you won't be scoring, but it's really just like an effort thing to rebound. And so instilling, I guess, that mentality into me that no matter what, I can always just like run in there and see what's going to happen. From a young age, that's been in the back of my head, and as I've gotten older, I guess I've just been able to kind of read where the ball goes a little bit more with more and more experience, and yeah, just just effort. I think we've seen that a lot on our team lately, is I've been injured for a little bit, and so we've had to step up our rebounding game a lot, and we've told our teammates, like, really, it's just like an effort thing. If you want it, like, go and get it, and we've had teammates with a lot of success doing that. I know Emma Roman has got quite a few rebounds, and so has Annalise Petrucic lately, so Um, Yeah, just effort and keeping that in the back of my mind.
0: What's your guys' best team memory at Hillsdale?
1: Definitely for me, we took a trip to Puerto Rico last year. (laughs) We're very, and Alaska. We took one there the year before. Team trips are so special because you pretty much don't worry about school for the time that you're there, and you just get to spend time doing a lot of team bonding activities. When we went to Puerto Rico, we got to go to a rainforest, and there was like a natural water slide there. And just spending like that time, it seems like so like cliche and funny, but literally just any time you spend outside of basketball is so memorable and you never get to like be with a group of people that are so like minded as you in any other setting, really. Yeah, I think I'd have to agree with that. It's just like we're so fortunate to be able to like go places and enjoy memories with like the people that we love to hang out with. So to get the opportunity to play basketball and also create memories outside of basketball, it's like. Those are the things that we're gonna take with us after after we graduate and everything. Like at the end of the day, it doesn't really come back to like how many stats your stats or like how many points you had, but like the people that you grow with and the memories that you're able to build.
0: Uh, constantly growing as a team is something that's super important. Uh, what's something as a team that you guys need to improve on?
1: Recently, one struggle for us has we're very young and our court experience is a little bit limited right now. So we've been getting a bit complacent sometimes during games and kind of what this looks like for everyone listening is like maybe we don't have players sprinting back as fast as they need to be or just like kind of taking a possession or two off mentally when that's going to happen with young players just because <laughs> they're not like used to the pace and everything of the game and it is hard to lock in all the time. Yeah. Um. So we've kind of been instilling a mindset in each other that like if we want to win games, it has to be 100% all the time. And we just played Thomas Moore this past Saturday, and I think that was a great testament to what we've been working on because we came out with a fire under us, and every possession we were locked in defensively, and as we got going, that really drove our offense. So, yeah, just staying locked in all the time has kind of been our main uh, yeah. hurt right now, I guess you could say. Yeah. I, just to, go, I mean, just to add to that, I think we've talked a lot about consistency as well. So I know that was kind of the same thing as what Sydney just mentioned, but we try. We've started going out every quarter, like at the beginning of every half, just thinking it's 0-0 to because a lot of the games we've been in this year, we've been in it all the way up until the third quarter. And then the start of the fourth quarter, it seems that we just lose a little bit of focus or lose a little bit of energy. So we try to just start every quarter thinking it's 0-0 or we'll even look at each other and be like, we're down 20 right now, just so that we can kind of get each other like pumped up for the next play.
0: So if you guys are in foul trouble late in a game, how do you balance playing good defense and being aggressive?
1: Well, with, like, basketball, a lot of times late-game situations, refs are way less likely to call. A lot of fouls, like, they're going to let some, like, ticky-tacky things kind of go. As far as being smart goes, you kind of just have to know if you're guarding someone in the post, which is where I'm usually at, you can't, like, have your arms go down literally at all. You can give them, like, maybe one, one arm to the back, a little bit of a shove. But anything where your arms kind of just like go down, (laughs) you got to stay away from and you got to do everything you can to make it as hard of a shot before like you're going to try to, you know, chest up, make sure that they don't get an easy drive to the basket or as soon as the shot goes up, (laughs) you're going to be boxing them out as hard as you can. So it's kind of hard to say how you balance it. You just got to know kind of what the refs are calling and get that feel of the game. Yeah.
0: So you guys got a new head coach this year. What's one specific thing that she's doing really well?
1: I think she's doing really well at giving us a lot of, like, positive reinforcements. She's not your typical coach that, like, I think a lot of us in the past have had someone that we're used to, like, yelling at us all the time or throwing the chairs or breaking the clipboards or whatever, and a lot of us are, like, used to that. I would say that this year, it's kind of a mindset flip of we have to hold each other accountable a lot of the times, and Bree is really good at, like, keeping our confidence up with what we're doing well. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think I've ever had a coach who cares about her players like more on like an outside personal level than Bree does. Yeah, like, she's constantly checking in on everyone's mental health. Like if you're if you're going through something outside of basketball, like she knows that that's more important than what's on the court. And I think that's really special that she has that awareness. It really helps. She's pretty young. So being like, I don't know, I'm 22, she's 28. So being close to our age, I think she understands like how hard it is to be a college athlete, especially at a school like Hillsdale. And she's just very aware. And I think that's something that's really great about Coach Bree. Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: Yeah. So why Hillsdale for you guys?
1: For me, I actually had no idea about Hillsdale before. I don't know. I played AAU basketball. So getting on the recruiting circuit, I guess, the coaches reached out to me and I was like, oh, this is actually kind of close to my home, like only an hour 15 away. So I took a, a visit here and I fell in love with how small the school was. I knew that going to a big school for me, I didn't want to feel like just a number. I wanted to be like cared about as a student and also just as an athlete. And as I visited, you know, met with administration and everything, they just kind of talked about kind of the culture here at Hillsdale and how, I don't know, you walk around and everyone's saying hi to you. They know who you are. Um, I've had random professors like cut out pieces of the newspaper for me, like (laughs) things like that. So obviously I didn't know what I was getting into when I committed here, but I think I've made like the perfect choice with just how friendly everyone is and just feeling like I'm loved constantly. And I think that's a big part of Hillsdale. Yeah, I think, well, my, (laughs) my how I knew about Hillsdale or I didn't really know about them before I started getting recruited by them. But at one of the AAU circuits that I was like a part of, my grandpa came to one of my games and he saw like the Hillsdale coach sitting on the baseline. And this was before I even really knew like what Hillsdale was or like what was it what it was about before I even knew it, he told me a few, my grandpa told me a few weeks ago, he's like, oh, by the way, like, I emailed the, the Hillsdale coach for you. And I was like, what, grandpa? Like, you emailed the coach? Like, what are you even talking about? He's like, yeah, I emailed them. And then it, like, just so happened that a few days after that, I ended up getting a call from one of the coaches. And they're like, hi, so, like, we saw you play. Like, we were really interested in you. Um, like, I don't know if you knew this or not, but your grandpa like emailed us. I was like, yeah, I didn't know he did that. I'm so sorry. But so that's kind of how I like found out about Hillsdale. One thing I could say is that I'm so grateful that they reached out to me. And you know, whether my grandpa pulled some strings or whatever he did. But yeah, just like Sydney said, the people here are phenomenal. And then once I took my visit here and met the team and met everybody, it was like I don't know. I just fell in love with like the campus and being I wanted that was something that I wanted to be a part of. And then even after committing and hearing some of my other friends like transferring and like their experiences and how they hated basketball or hated like their coaches or anything like that. Like, I don't know. I just knew that I 100% made the right decision with coming here.
0: Uh, What's the team goal now for the rest of the season?
1: I think one of our main goals since we started last year, we made big strides of making the conference tournament for the first time in a few years. And we want to be right back there. But we want to take it a step further and win that first game and hopefully the second and the third and, you know, keep rolling. Um, Everyone always says, like, you got to be playing your best basketball at the end of the season. And I think we're definitely on the path to do that. We've had a few lulls at the beginning of the season, but I think we've really been locking in defensively in the past few weeks and it's going up. So definitely been proud of us there. But yeah, making the conference tournament, I'd say would be first goal and then winning that game. Yeah. Just like Sydney said, I think long term, like that is one of our big goals Right now, I think we try to focus on just taking it day by day. Like we, whether the outcome of like the day before was good or bad, it's like we just need to focus on keep getting better and better every day.
0: Okay, one last question: uh, What's something that you would tell an incoming freshman about the program that you think they'd want to know?
1: I think something I would tell an incoming freshman, and it just so happens that I think me instead have said this to anybody like getting recruited or before they come on their visit or anything, is just like the people here. Are different and it's hard to explain until you like come here but it's just one of those things that you can walk into a room and you're gonna have like a whole bunch of people saying hi to you or you're never really like once you meet someone for the first time you're not gonna walk by them again without them saying hi or without them like having a conversation with you and so it's it's really hard and it's really hard to not be cared about here just because there's so many people that have the right mindset and have the right mentality that I don't know it's just something about the people. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with that 100%. I would also say, I know one thing I always say to our recruits is if you're going to come here, you have to be able to like put in the work. It's definitely not a college where you can sit back and just kind of let things come to you. Like you probably would fail your classes if you do that. So I think, yeah, just knowing that there's a big balance of school, sports relationships, friendships, all those things um, here at Hillsdale, but there's so many resources to have like you succeed, which is one thing that you're like not going to get anywhere else. Just having like professors that truly care about you, coaches, um, counselors, like literally anyone on campus is willing to like go out of their way for you, um, but you just got to be able to balance it. And I think that's one thing I'd tell an incoming freshman. And I think just to like, we're very upfront with, like, our recruits about what Sydney just said about how you have to be good at balancing and how you you really have to, like, put in the effort because that's how we get the people that we want to come here. Like, if we get a recruit that doesn't really want that kind of side of things, like, they're going to say no just flat out. So it's like we really focus on being honest with who we have here because we want the people coming here for the right reasons.
0: Yeah, thank you guys so much.
1: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
0: That was Sydney Mills and Carly Callahan of the Hillsdale Women's Basketball Team. Thank you for listening to the Charger Rundown on 101.7 FM, Radio for Hillsdale.